You're tuning in to Intimate Interrogations. Welcome to Intimate Interrogations. I'm your host, Yael Teagle. I am here with Scott. Uh, Scott, I will leave out your last name in case you decide at the end that you don't want to reveal who you are. Welcome! Fair enough. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Uh, Before we begin, we need to get the legal out of the way. You gotta sign the contracts. Um, So I'm gonna read I've done background checks before. Yeah, good. Let's see if you pass. Okay. Um, I'm gonna read a statement. You need to agree to it. If you don't, then we uh, stop this podcast and throw it away. I could be the shortest episode? Um, I actually don't think the episode would air. I think I would toss it. Oh, man. Release it as like a teaser. <laughs> Look what didn't happen. All right, let's hear, all the, let's hear it all. Okay. Um, I understand that this is being recorded, will unlikely be edited, and everything I say can and will be used. Let's talk residuals. There are no, there's no money. Advertising? Do you have something to... Merchandising? Nope. That's not part of this. Do you agree? I agree. Okay, thank God. Fuck, this was taking too long. All right. Um, here's how the show works. I'm going to roll a die. Well, I'm going to Google no, roll a die. <laughs> yeah, we're going to Google roll a die. Yeah. Uh, and we could have one of six possible outcomes. If we roll a one, that's proudest moments. A two, sexy time stories. Three, embarrassing stories. Four, pet peeves. Five, foot in mouth memories. Or six, is it just me? Um, those are the topics. Anything yeah. you want to get? Oh, anything. Oh, anything, anything I want to get? Yeah. You hoping for one of these? Uh, uh, yeah. Anything that's not sexy stuff. Oh, I'm really excited. I hope we get sexy stuff. Yeah, you with your supposed random phone one. Yeah, you're just you're gonna enter in something. It's no, here's how it works. Um, I'm going to open my phone. Yeah. Great. And it's Google Roll a Die. You get to hit the go. Okay. And you'll see it roll. And we'll see it roll. So it's rolling. It says rolling. Three. Embarrassing stories. Embarrassing stories. This is new. Really? Yeah. I mean, you're the first one. Okay. Congrats. Thanks. Um, I feel like, and this is going to sound really rude of me, but I feel like you get embarrassed easily. No, you're right. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, it happens it happens fairly frequently. Awesome. Uh, self-imposed, or uh, I put it onto others thinking like, Oh, God, I embarrassed myself. (laughs) I really hope that in the midst of you telling the story, we somehow bring up something else that embarrasses you. If I remember more stuff, I know there's multiple embarrassment stories, yeah. Do you remember? Because I feel like embarrassing stories haunt people. Like, foot-in-mouth memories, that's something that, like, haunts me. Mm -hmm. But um, do you have any embarrassing stories that haunt you? That, like, you think about sometimes? Um... It's not it, it, embarrassed to be a person. What does I think that mean? Would be. Like, um, like uh, when I think back on it and what happened, mm-hmm. it's I could categorize it as being embarrassed as a person of what I did and what I joined in on and not realizing what I did. Oh, explain uh, that. Okay. Um, with a story. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, I was living in Memphis, Tennessee. At the time, I was probably 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And a newer kid. And uh, that was the first time I had really learned about class. Uh, Meaning, like, you know, the different economical classes. Sure. Uh, Everywhere that I lived before, everybody's of the same. Like, everybody's in a house. Everybody's doing fine. Okay. Uh, On our bus route, there was a kid that was basically in a shack. He didn't smell good. His books and everything, like, everything was torn up. His clothes were torn up. This story is going to get sad, isn't it? Well, hey, you want an embarrassing. <laughs> okay, go on. Okay. Uh, and uh, what happened was there was a bunch of kids, and I was trying to fit in. 
And there was this girl at the school. She was a poor girl. Her name was Jennifer. Mm -hmm. I'll leave out her last last name. name. Great. Um, And she came to school with this really nice fur coat. Not like a, you know, it's a dead animal, but it's like it was a good winter coat. Sure. Uh, with with fur on Is it. Is it snow in Memphis? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we get all the all the seasons there. Sorry, I grew up in California and don't know what states it has snow. Yeah, California has two seasons, and it's <laughs> lovely. What? Not no. I grew up in the Bay Area. Oh, that's true. They got yeah. three seasons. I had seasons in my town, and then San Francisco has winter all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, go winter on. Winter all the time. All the time winters, yeah. Uh, and... All the guys in the class thought it would be really funny to step on her jacket and wipe their shoes on it and just treat it like garbage. And I joined right in. And I didn't think about it. I just thought this is what everybody else is doing. This is what I do to, you know, this is is what everybody else is doing. And then her jacket was on the ground. We all sit down. And she goes by, you know, a couple minutes later, sees it, takes it to the teacher, starts crying. Obviously. Well, yeah, yeah, but when you're 10 years old, it's not obvious. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking about these things. You're not thinking about the person you're doing it to. You're thinking about joining in with everybody else. Okay. You're thinking about, you know, I want acceptance for me, and what's it going to affect hers? It's her jacket. Like, there's no forethought. There's no realization yeah. of any of this stuff. And this is the lesson learned. And seeing that and seeing how devastating it is, realizing this was probably a huge purchase for her. Yeah. Not thinking about any of that stuff before and feeling so embarrassed that I joined. I didn't think about I didn't. I, I wasn't even the guy that goes, no, no, that's not right. I'm not going to do that. And whatever happens, happens. Didn't even occur to me. It was when, so embarrassing to think that, that, that I was one of them. When did you realize what you had done? When I saw her crying. Like, she, she was profile to me mm-hmm. and with the teacher. And when she turned and I saw her face... And just how devastated she was. And her complexion was totally pink. Um, and just weeping. That's what I realized. That what an awful, awful thing I had done. Wow. And that I didn't want to be a pack mentality guy. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know the phrase then. But right. I didn't want to just go along for things. And I wanted to question it. I wanted to think about, no, this, this completely has uh, repercussions to it. Wow. Somebody else matters. My... My feelings don't matter as much as somebody else's sometimes. You're like, like listening to this, you, you, first off, what an amazing story to tell. What a personal story. But also like, so sweet. I feel like someone's about to enter the room. I think so. Uh, She's back. She's, she found me. (laughs) She didn't matter if I used her last name or not. No. She's coming in. But no, I, I, I remember to this day, I, I don't think there's any way I can ever publicly, not publicly, privately, like, tell her, find yeah. her, and say, like, I am so sorry for that moment. Whether it means anything to her, whether that moment is forgotten in time, I have no idea. That was a terrible thing to have done yeah. to a person. Do you believe that she has forgotten this moment? I have no idea. I really hope she does. Yeah. I really hope it is forgotten. I hope it, it may not think her life is great, she's happy, she's with whoever she's with, kids, whatever she wants, I hope she has it in abundance. Yeah. Oh, we're going to send this to her. We're going to send this. We're going to say, hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> Jennifer. Hey, girl. Jennifer. Scott was a real shithead. <laughs> and he's sorry. I'm extremely sorry. Wow. Yeah. That's 
Uh, that was not a story I was expecting. When I asked for embarrassing stories, I was definitely expecting something. Um, I don't know. But I mean, I, I, I like that we went this route. I like that I got to hear something meaningful. People say they don't have regrets. You know, like anybody yeah. that's successful is like, I don't have regrets. I'm right. Like, yeah, you do. Shut up. You know, I, I think there's always regrets. I never would have learned what I would have learned at that time mm-hmm. if I hadn't done it. But I didn't want to learn it that way. Yeah. I really don't. Do you do you see times in your life now that you look back, that like this story reminds you when you're in the middle of something to be like, nope, I'm not going to do that? It never clicks in that way, but I think it's just instinctually there now. Mm. Just that idea of, you know, I, I razz people or I joke, but I always remember like, joke by yourself too. Keep it on an even playing field. Yeah. Don't do that. And try and be aware of someone else's feelings. Yeah. That was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm all I'm all moved. <laughs> That's a weird feeling for me. Sorry. I don't know how to feel. I'm sure you'll get somebody in here that'll roll a two and you'll be fine. Speaking of a two, sexy time stories. Let's hear an embarrassing sexy time story. That's not how this works. It's my show. It's got it's got to be rolled. No, this is my fucking show. <laughs> Do we? Fucking... What's the point of this die? <laughs> it's a jumping off point. Um, I I feel like we're gonna roll another dice. Die. What, how many die? people do multiple die? You. You do multiple die. Is there anybody else that's done a multiple die? Yeah, I'm sure there has been. Roll it. On your show that you've recorded. Roll it. Point. Go. Yes! <laughs> you want to tell the audience what you rolled? Uh, I, I can't read numbers, so I don't really know what it was. Guys, Scott rolled a two. Yeah, because you probably put in I roll a two. I definitely did not. Um, in fact, you were holding the phone. You had full control. Sexy time stories. I don't think people want this as a follow-up to what just happened. I'm like, oh, maybe too, maybe he is a, Maybe there are decent people out there after all. Maybe everyone is not a scumbag and I can trust. Oh, <laughs> no. terrible sexy time story. I mean, it doesn't have to be a terrible. Oh, good. You know, it could be a positive sexy time story. I don't know. Like what? The best sex you ever had. The best? Think about it. I just, here's the thing. That story was actually beautiful, um, but I don't want to leave my audience sad. (laughs) Well, sorry if it's sad. I was was hoping it was was better. It was inspirational. That's just not what the show is. Okay, I'll tell you you, you a sexy time story. Okay. Uh, Because I'm not too embarrassed to tell this one. Okay. Um... I was a very late bloomer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the age of, I think it was twenty-eight. Okay. By the time that, like, I had a, because I had a lot of uh, insecurities, a lot of uh, phobias, or you know, putting things on other people, thinking like I'm not worthy, I'm not this, I'm not that. Yeah, because uh, so as a child, you would stomp on girls' coats. <laughs> they don't like that. <laughs> no. Girls don't like that. That's not how you get them. Later on, I spit on them. <laughs> I thought that'd be. Sexy, no? Yeah. Well, All right. Well, so, I don't know. Some people are into that, and we don't judge here. Oh, someone should. Someone should get on the horn and start judging this thing. <laughs> um, so I I really, I mean, if you've seen the movie 40-Year-Old Virgin mm-hmm. with Steve Carell, uh, and he's, he's doing the whole thing of like, no, let's just go on dates, and it's fine. We'll just do another activity, another activity. 
same thing. I felt the same way when I saw that movie. I went, holy crap, <laughs> that I was too embarrassed to admit mm. to my girlfriend at the time I haven't had sex yet. Like, I, it hasn't happened. How long were you together? Uh, at this point, it was probably a month. That's fine. Right, but not when you're 28. People wait or something. Yeah, clearly spoken from someone who knows. I mean, I don't. That's not my way. And I did because that's what I knew. I didn't want to wait. Oh. It wasn't, it wasn't something I wanted to do, but I kept thinking that it wasn't going to happen or if I'd start to be in a relationship, something would happen or I'd self-sabotage or they had something and i go like, no, I can't do this. So they, what do you mean they had something? Uh, like they have this great career, they have a college, oh, they've been accepted it. to a college out of state, and yeah. they got a full ride and sure. going. I heard they had something, and they had you know crabs, and I was like, I can't do. I this. can't have the crabs. Yeah. Um, and so it, there was one time when we were at my place, and we were sitting there and just enjoying each other's company. And it was really quiet, and she said, why won't you have sex with me? Mm-hmm. And it felt like an eternity, because I just sat there, and I really expected, all the anticipation was, she's going to laugh at me, she's going to leave, she's mm-hmm. going to walk out, she's just going to think I'm a big joke. Just every, Everything that could go wrong will go wrong, yeah. if I admit what's happening. So I'm trying to think of other things to tell her, I'm trying to think of, uh, you know, I'm trying to lie. I'm trying to lie in a very, very good way. The words you were looking for is, I respect you. (laughs) (laughs) That didn't occur to me at the time, I'm sure. That's funny. Um, And I just gave in. And I just told her, because I I haven't had sex before. And I really thought it was going to be over at that moment. And it was just going to be another 28 years. Because everyone's going to react the same. Yeah. And for... To all of her credit in the world, she was so welcoming and warm-hearted about it and embraced it. Like, she didn't, it wasn't all like, ooh, yeah, I'm going to take a virgin. You know, it wasn't any of that. Like, what, do you only date porn stars? Uh, now, yes, exclusively. <laughs> yeah, that's what, with like, the same line. Yeah. But no, it, I respect you. Go on. That's your line. That's not my line. <laughs> so, um... She she was so great about it, seeing how scared I was and how insecure I was and not knowing what she was going to do and said, like, no, this is great. We can share this. and be together. Like, you know, we're going to get through this and it's going to be fine and very comforting and very warm. And uh, But it was frightening because whatever you th- – whatever everyone's experience is that all happened at 16 to 21, those who waited that long – um, Wait, why are you looking at me like that? Because you're the person in the room that I'm talking to. <laughs> well, I was 22 or 23. Okay. That's that's about the cutoff for the majority that's of people. late for the majority of people. Okay. Especially the people I know. Okay. Porn stars. Oh, well, <laughs> all right. Uh, and it gets, when you are a fairly neurotic person in the first place mm-hmm. and have no confidence in yourself, it gets a lot worse year by year. So when you reach 28, it's pretty terrifying. Let's talk about your lack of confidence. Okay. Because you brought it up. Um, I just want to be clear that I'm not being an asshole. You brought it up. Why? Why do you lack confidence? 
I'd say I did lack a lot of confidence. Mm. It's it's far better now. Is it? Yeah. Oh. What I'm changed? all right. What changed? Uh, that I had to accept it. That if I have if I have friends, and I have other people that want my company to want to be around me or spend time or do whatever, that has to mean something. Because yeah. if I constantly say it doesn't mean anything, well, I'm no. I'm, what am what am I? I'm no one to hang around with. I'm not validating what they say about me. Um, I'm only doing harm to myself. Hmm. So I have to accept me. The person that I can always rely on is myself. So it has to start there. Wow. This has been full of meaningful, beautiful <laughs> statements, which is not what I expected. I definitely expected... You think I'm a dummy? No. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Big dumb guy? Nah. All right. Nah. Uh, I, you're a joker. You are a... You are a funny guy. Those are the insecurities. <laughs> yeah, but I, I expected... I don't know. I didn't expect you to be able to... I could have just told you bullshit. No, <laughs> there were like I funny just, stories that didn't exist, but no. no. I'm, I'm hitting things. I'm just really glad that, that I and my listeners uh, got to hear a very uh, honest side of you. They don't know who you are at this point still. Would uh, uh, people reveal their last names later? If they want to. Sure. I mean, you can post my full name on there. Oh, I, I won't. That's not my place. That's your place. But Actually, it, well, it is yours. It's your podcast. No, that's not how it works. You know, things. You're just having a bunch of... What if you have like seven episodes called Greg? <laughs> like, you know... Yeah, I thought then, about it. And we're going to have different numbers and last initials. Okay. It's going to be a thing. What if there's, well, there's a lot of Greg R's. So many Greg R's. <clears throat> Greg R's? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. That was that was beautiful. I feel like so every other show I felt like I had to find a message and yours was just here are good messages. It's very I feel like Oprah. <laughs> yep. All right. Like Oprah. You get a car. I do? No. I'm gonna stomp my feet on it. Yeah, I don't have cars. Okay. Um thank you for joining me. You're welcome. If you want to reveal who you are, you can tell people where they can find you on Twitter and your full name. Uh, my full name is Scott Narver. Oh, you did it. Mm-hmm. Well, because I didn't have to do, like, you know, bad sex and stories. Yeah. I mean, I, what, you I always to... consider what my mom's going to be exposed to. Interesting. You know. Me too. <laughs> well, your mom's very different than my mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, if they want to follow you on Twitter and such. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Curtain Jerks. Mm-hmm. That's my major Twitter account there and then I'll chat with you so if you want to chat or whatever sure if you want to judge him you go right ahead because I'm I'm of the mindset of not all judgments are guilty so interesting when people say like don't judge me like no it's too late I already did but sometimes (laughs) it's favorable so get over it huh look at you you're like Buddha full of wisdom yeah no I gotta do (laughs) setups Um, thank you so much for joining me. And if you guys want to follow me on Twitter and Instagram and everywhere, I'm at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And we will see you next time for more Intimate Interrogations. This has been a presentation of Intimate Interrogations. The views expressed here by the guests do not reflect those of the hosts and the producers of this podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to Intimate Interrogations on iTunes and follow the host Yell Teagle on Twitter.